podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Matt for Boxing Social in association with William Hill and Empire Fight Store. Delighted to be joined by John Ryder. John, it's been a while. I saw you pre-Canelo fight. Obviously, you went over there and did your thing. How are you feeling? I've been a good mate. Just uh, obviously not the not the result I would have liked, but a great experience. Uh, I feel I gave a great account of myself and I, I need to see another day. What's the plan now? Everyone sort of saw the performance that you put on and you put on a, a brilliant performance. You came away with a lot of accolades. I don't feel like your stock dropped after that performance. You went over there into the ultimate lion's den, Canelo's, you know, homecoming. And you, you put up, like I said, a great performance. What what are you looking at next? Are you just wanting to continue this momentum onto another big fight? Yeah, definitely. I don't I mean I don't want to be dropping down levels now. I want to be staying at, at that level, in and around that level, big fights. Gears, uh, Lovkins, Lance Benavides. I want the biggest and best possible fights out there for me. And I don't know how long I've got left in this game, but I want to make the most of the time I've got. Absolutely. What was your sort of learning experience? Did you take anything away from that defeat to Canelo? Obviously, you've he's, that's sort of the highest you can get in terms of levels. Did you take away anything um, from from the experience? Yeah, these these top level opponents. When when you think they're not as quick or not as fast, not as accurate. You realise now that they're, they're just downloading data and they're, they're seeing what you can do off these these slower jabs and these 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 things and see what what mistakes you make. And then, I mean, that's when they capitalise. Like, uh, slow jab might come out, but then that uppercut's coming after and that's that's what keeps you, uh, catch you napping and, and breaks your nose. <laughs> yeah. is um, obviously going to move on from this, but there's some... some... Huge fights in the pipeline for you, depending on what happens. So obviously a fight going on this weekend with um, Edgar Belanger and Jason Quigley. Have you got half an eye on that? Maybe potentially fighting the winner. Uh, listen, I mean the, the likes of Mungia, Barn, they're the fights I want. But I mean down the line, yeah, potentially uh, Belanger or, or, or Quigley, whoever, whoever wins that fight, I'm open to it. Yeah. Another big name who's making a return to the sport, which would be a huge fight. Someone you fought before, but a Billy Joe Saunders, he's looking at coming back to the ring. Would you ever entertain that fight again? Obviously, try and right the wrong in your eyes of the, of the defeat but against him previously, right, very early in your career. Would that be something you'd love to run back? Because it's a big fight now. Oh, of course, but yeah. I mean, I always love to run back these these fights. I feel that I was unfairly judged. I mean, this close fight could have gone either way and it went Billy Joe's way, so I'm not too to, to be bitter about that defeat but um, yeah I mean it'd be great to run it back and uh, I'm sure it'd be a, a good fight and a, and a fight that catches the the British fans interest In terms of what you want to achieve now you've 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 been at that level the highest level what what's what's left for you to sort of achieve do you still have one eye on becoming world champion is it about biggest fights most money what what is it in your head have you got like an actual an actual plan of what you want now out of the game uh, listen, obviously a world title is a dream, but they're, they're all tied up with, with Canelo and we don't know what he's going to do with them. So, so I'm, I'm not in a position now where I can sit around and wait for an opportunity again. It's like, it's just about the biggest and best fights I can be involved with where I can make most money now and look for life after boxing. What is life after boxing for you? I know you're not at the end, you're, on, you say on, you're obviously on the sort of, I suppose the the home straight, you've got, a, you know, you've still got a good few amount of fights left, depending on what you want to do. But have you have you thought about life after boxing? It can be a bit surreal, I know, for a lot of you guys. 
a bit of Marcus Maidana part two. <laughs> Somewhere. I think there's a, a, a place for me in the, the Tony Sims gym, um, helping him and Kevin train the, the next crop of up-and-comers. So I'd like to, to help out there. Obviously, I've um, got a young family, so I'd like to have a bit more free time to spend with them, my partner. Um, so, yeah, I think um, I'm, not, I'm not too disheartened by the, the prospect of life after box, and I'll still be in and around boxing in a massive way. But um, for the time now, I was beam yesterday, I saw the old faces, Kevin Mitchell, Joe Condina, Craig Richards, and it um, really put that spring in my step to get back in the gym and get back fighting. Is it, I wouldn't say, is it hard to sort of get motivated? You just had the biggest fight of your life now, and it's like a case of, you know, it's the biggest stage possible, you know, what what can almost top it? Is that, is that sort of in your head, the fact that you might never sort of top that moment, that what you've had, that occasion experience, or does the, the fire burn even more now because you've experienced it? No, because in my head, I um, I switched off so much that night from, from the experience of what was going on. It was just me and another opponent in the ring that night. Uh, I didn't take in the crowd. I didn't take in what an event it was. And I mean, I'll, I'll probably look back in years to come and it'll be a shame. But for me to have been at my best that night, I couldn't let the, the event or the opponent or the occasion get to me. So... I mean, I've done, done great work with my, my mindset coach, Greg Meehan, to, to really dial in and not let that be a factor. So, I mean, all being it now, I watch watch it back and I think, blimey, what an event to have been part of. That was actually me in there. It's, it's a crazy thing. But, I mean, for, for me to put my best foot forward, I needed to be in that state where I was just flow. I wasn't distracted by the crowd or what was around me. How, how did you, I know you say you've got a mindset coach, but how do you block out, all the noise, because it's not just a little bit. It's not just Canelo Alvarez, who's an A-side in a fight, who's got this list, this resume. This is Canelo Alvarez making a return home where in Guadalajara he's seen as like a godlike figure. You know, there have been, you know, fans baying for blood kind of thing. How do you literally block all that out to stay focused? Because you could tell in your performance, it you know, it brought out the best, they brought out the best in you, the, the occasion kind of thing. But how do you stop all that getting on top of you? I had to say it to be a lot more hostile than it was. I mean, I was I was welcome to Guadalajara. I had a great welcome uh, in and around the hotel where we were staying. Uh, the Mexicans really took to me and, and treated me like one of their own and, and was was a humbling experience. So, uh, listen, a few boos in the stadium come fight night was, uh, was not going to deter me that much. But um, like I say it was a fantastic, uh, fantastic experience uh, in and around fight week. Um, Fight night was kind of blurred to me now. If, uh, I remember the ring walk and, and obviously the fight. I remember, but uh, it's amazing to watch it back and, and see the crowd and the, the magnitude of the event. And like I said, it was one of the things where I had to dial in and, and be laser focused and in that flow state to to get the best out of me and not be overawed by what was it fifty five thousand Mexicans and, and Canelo in the opposite corner. I remember, um, I remember before when I spoke to you, you said it was kind of a bit strange because you, you're a fan of Canelo, like you're a fan of his work kind of thing. And so to stand in, to be stood in the opposite corner to him must have been a bit surreal. Did you, did he have any words for you at the end of the fight? Did you two sort of engage in any chit-chat? Because we've seen him and Caleb Plant, obviously they had a bit of beef coming into their fight. They exchanged pleasantries at the end. Did he say anything to you? Yeah, no, only what's been been seen on the, the matchroom channel and whatnot of a just tough fight good fight and that was it there was no 
no needle before the fight, no needle during, and listen, it was a bit of pleasantries after, and that, that's that's all you can hope for in a fight like that. Um, not expecting to get a Christmas card from this year or an invite to his birthday, but it is what it is. We're, we're fighters in the day. Listen, I'm still a, still a fan. Um, still will watch his next fight with interest and uh, see what he does next. But um, listen, at the end of the day, it's business. Absolutely. When, when can we expect to see you back out? Have you got a date in mind? Because obviously you've you've been out the ring now, for, but you, you, I'm assuming you want to get back out before the end of the year. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, September, not September's probably a bit early. October, November, December, yeah. Last quarter of the year will be good. Uh, finish the year on a higher back to winning ways will be uh, will be good and set me up for a great 2024. 2024, in terms of the big fights you've got in mind, Triple G's obviously still knocking about. You've already fought Canelo, so I suppose that's the probably the biggest the biggest name out there for you in terms of that you could go for. Is that is that the target? I know you probably don't. A lot of these fights, nobody likes really saying because they don't want to ruin anything coming up. But is he is he the one in your mind where you say, you know what, that that is the one in terms of level? Yeah, I mean he's he's the main man. Isn't he? He's up there. He's a pound for pound. Um, I mean moving forward, if uh, if I can get Golovkin and Mungia next, um, one or the other to end out the year, then uh, start twenty twenty four with the other one would be ideal, and then finish with. With plant uh, for 2024, then I'll be I'll be more than happy with that. Jesus, that's going to be one hell of a year if you end up fighting all three of them. It let's be honest. Let's, let's put it out there. Hopefully, we can get it. You and Caleb Plant is an absolute. That's a brilliant fight, I think, as well. Like sort of lucky. I know you're highlighting there Triple G, but you think you and Caleb would be a good a good one for the fans? Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's a he's a good good fighter. Nothing but respect for these fighters and. I don't need to hate someone to go in there and want to try and take their head off. Um, it's one way at the end of the day we put it outside and it's, it's strictly business. So, listen, I welcome these fights and uh, I've been at the highest level now uh, and I want to stay there. I want to be in these good fights. So, long may it continue. Just, just coming back just quickly to um, Belanga Quigley, have you have you, um, you got a prediction on that fight for this weekend on who you think is going to win? Obviously, I know Quigley's going in there full of confidence. Belanga... Matchroom debut. Any thoughts on that fight and who wins? He's had he's had quite a long time at the ring, so it's um it's there to be seen. I mean, uh, it might suit quickly being up at one six eight. Um, he's a great boxer, he's a great amateur. Hopefully, he can take that into the ring with him Saturday night and and cause the upset because up until now he's not really let his his reputation with the amateurs is not he's not brought it through with him. So hopefully, there's a turning point and he can he can show what he's really made of. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a cracking fight. I'd be interested to see how he does up with that weight. But look, John, thanks for uh, giving us a little bit of a catch up there. It was a pleasure to watch you do your thing in Guadalajara. It was, you know, <laughs> unbelievable effort and performance from you. And we're looking forward to seeing sort of what the big fights are for you next. Because if you mentioning them names for next year, it's gonna be one hell of a one hell of a ride for you. I mean, that's what I hope for. I just hope for the biggest and best fights. And, uh... So, like I said, I'm here for a long time. I'm here for a good time now, and I want the, the best fights for me. Yeah, it's the best saying going that here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> right. John, thanks for your time, pal. Thanks for taking time out of your day to speak to Boxing Social. We'll catch up again, hopefully, when you've got an announcement for a fight coming up. And we wish you all the best, pal. Good, Matt. Thank you, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network.